The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BronxPinstripes.com proudly brings to you the most exciting Yankees podcast in the world, George's Box. Welcome back to George's Box. I'm JJ. I'm Nick. I mean, I don't, it stinks to be a Yankee fan right now. It's Labor Day. It's I mean, it's 4:25 right now. This disaster of a game just ended. Nick's on vacation. He's at the beach, and and it's everyone's Labor Day is just being ruined. I can't believe we even have to do this podcast. The Yankees decided to celebrate Labor Day by taking the afternoon off. Apparently, D- embarrassing. So we're going to do our uh, what we do to kick off September, and I'm going to talk to Nick's dad, and we're going to get the opinion of the, uh, the elder statesman, State of the Union. How you doing, Jack? How are you doing? Oh, I'm awesome, man. A lot better than my team is, that's for sure. So, I mean, last time... Last year we had you on to get your point of view going into the end of the season. Now, you know, we've got, what, three weeks left in the season, four weeks left in the season. We're looking to possibly be, by the time we're done recording this, the second wildcard team treading downwards. Where do you stand on things right now? Well, I mean, I think the best possible scenario is that we get a home game, wildcard game, and Cole pitches and wins, and, and we figure out a way to then go on to the ALDS and win there. Um, the likelihood of that happening, though, I think is 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 pretty slim right now. I, I just don't see enough talent on this team to get them into the postseason very deeply. They're, they're not as good as the Rays. They probably match up pretty evenly against the Red Sox. And and in, and in good times, they match up pretty evenly against the, the uh, Blue Jays. But they're not as good as the Astros. <laughs> They probably are even with the White Sox for the most part. So they're, they're not going to dominate anybody in the playoffs. So they're, they're going to have to get lucky. They're going to have to get timely hits and not make any errors and make any stupid base running plays. And expecting that from them consistently over a series, you know, in the postseason with all the tension and all the pressure, I, I just think it's a lot to ask of them. I don't think they have the, the skills. 
So I'm in the same boat. I have been all season that this team just isn't good enough. It's not constructed well enough. And, you know, there's always the narrative of the, the players didn't deliver. So, you know, you can only blame the coaches so much. Let's say, you know, the miracle doesn't happen. We don't, you know, we don't all of a sudden figure this out and win the World Series. Boone's contract's over. Do you bring Boone back? You know, there was an interesting article, I think it was in the Post yesterday, comparing Tony La Russa to Aaron Boone and talking about if you looked at the last four years in a vacuum and you said, well, Aaron Boone's gotten, to them, gotten them to the playoffs four times and he's, you know, gotten to the ALCS, uh, you know, he's one game away or whatever it was from getting to the World Series. I mean, you would be like, this, this guy's a no-brainer to re-sign him and bring him back again. And meanwhile, they're talking about Tony La Russa, you know, he gets – you know, a DUI once a year and he, you know, he's doing all, he says all kinds of stupid shit and people talk about him like he's, you know, Miller Huggins and, and Aaron Boone's basically done a much better job of managing in the last few years, but doesn't get the same amount of credit. I, I, I don't know if, I don't know if anybody else coming in is going to do anything dramatically different. I mean, if you look at 2017 and 2018, Boone came in and yeah, there was, there was more energy, but they went farther under Girardi than they did under Boone. So, I mean, from that perspective, is, is another guy going to come in and really be a difference maker? I don't I, – if there is, I, don't, I can't think of who that guy is. I, I do think it comes down to who's out there, who's available, because someone's still got to fill the role if you're getting rid of him. What do you think about Cashman? I mean, the, my opinion is Brian Cashman really has – his biggest achievements is getting the best free agents for the most money in the biggest market. Right. And that when he's had the opportunity to build a team, he built us a, the best farm system on paper that didn't translate to on grass. And now, you know, he went for it this year, didn't get us the pitching we needed. And to a certain extent, it looks like organizationally, we're just, we're outclassed. We're not looking at the game the way the game has shifted. Agreed. And I, and I think Tampa is the perfect representation of that. We're, we're just we're not as smart as they are. We're not as talented as they are. So and I so to answer your question, I think Cashman, I think if he comes back, you're going to get more of the same. You're going to you're going to get a few hits like, oh, you, you know, discovered who ever heard of Wandy Peralta. Right. They you know, they find a guy like Wandy Peralta. But then it's like, yeah, but you've got Glaber Torres playing shortstop, you know, and you've got Aaron Judge. You, you're putting Aaron Judge in center field where he's not. It's not a good place for him to be playing. So there's there's still going to be problems, and and I think you know he he occasionally does hit on a good on a good find, like he pulls somebody out of the trash heap and they you know they become Geo or Shella or somebody like that. But there's as many. I mean Heaney, what is Heaney doing on the team? I mean they keep trotting him out there. He's a guaranteed loss every time he takes them out. I mean like so guys like that, I don't understand their thinking. Yeah, no, I, it, it feels like just inaction, and that's the most frustrating part of it because it's not even like when we got Haney, it's not – we weren't getting a good pitcher. We right. didn't say like, oh, hey, we're getting a good pitcher. I mean, we, we did nothing. Getting him was doing nothing. Right. So. And the Phillies, the Phillies gave up a, you know, sort of a mid-level prospect and got a much better pitcher from the Texas Rangers than we did. So, I mean, it's just like sometimes he just doesn't make smart moves. So I think you're going to get more of the same next year. He's going to make some good ones 
and he's going to make some lousy ones. But ultimately, giving these guys 10-year, $350 million contracts is not, is not the answer. I couldn't agree more. You got anything else for the people before we let you go back to enjoying your vacation? Yeah, I mean, I would just say keep the faith and hope for the best, but uh, don't be surprised if, if there's an early exit this October. <laughs> don't be afraid don't, to have an extra beer for Labor Day. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> All, All right, right, well, I appreciate you. you guys. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Yo. I mean, at a certain point, I do wonder, like, am I, I'm the older generation now? Because I agree with <laughs> everything your dad says. <laughs> I did, So I didn't hear what you were saying because he had the headphones on. So I'll hear it when everybody else hears it tomorrow. Yeah, um, yeah we're down, man. I mean, it, I pretty much just asked him, uh, you know, point of view on where the season is, Boone, Cashman, where do we go from here? Um, it's tough to be excited. As of now, we're going to Fenway for a one-game do-or-die playoff, and we are 8-18. Against and 18. Yeah, against we're 8-18 and 18 at Fenway Park with fans in the stands under Boone. 8-18. Eight and 18. You cannot feel confident going into Fenway no. in a one-game playoff at all, no. <laughs> even with Cole. So, I mean, like when we last talked, we had just lost two to the Athletics. We were kicking off the Angels. We lost two of three. We lost two of three to the Orioles. We've now lost one to the Blue Jays. I've consistently said, like, what you need to do to have a shot at the playoffs is to win two or three, and we're doing the opposite. The Blue Jays get in momentum. You're going to get – I mean, now, all, like, all teams like the Blue Jays, the Mets, the Twins, the Orioles, the Indians, like, the guys who we have to play now, we have bad teams, but it's all guys trying to play for, like, to keep a career going. You know, it, it's we're going to see some hustle out of them. Yeah, they got nothing to lose. Like team like the Indians, like you said, they sell every year. You know, they have some talent, but yeah, they have nothing to lose. And look, when we talked last, we were going into the quote unquote soft part of the schedule. Yeah, you got six against the Angels and the Orioles. You win two of those, you can't even beat the Orioles in nine innings. The one win that we had was in eleven innings, and they're they're walking off and celebrating like they just won the World Series. Like it's fucking embarrassing, man. T- to win two games. Out of those six against Baltimore and, and L.A. is horrible. Horrible. And I think it comes down to, I mean, there's a, a lot of places where fingers are being pointed. Obviously, Joey Gallo has has not delivered in the way that we'd like. He's been feast or famine. He, he's been who he has been to a certain extent. We're seeing the lower end of it, but this is the player that he is. Makes some great plays in the outfield, is athletic, but, you know, there's a hole in that swing. Oh, my God. He's, str- he's literally struck out half of his at-bats. I think he has 61 strikeouts and 122 at-bats or something like that. And a lot of his strikeouts, he, he doesn't even come close to hitting the ball. Like, it's it's hard to watch, man. Yeah. And, you know, he's a good player. He can help us next year. But I still feel very confident in what I said all the first half of the year. We should have sold. We should have sold. Because now we're set up for Gallo Judge. Judge is going to get a big bump in arbitration this year. Gary, Judge, Gallo, all free agents at the same time. We should have sold, but also, like you said, if we were going to buy, we should have bought some pitching. And they decided to get Andrew Heaney as their big pitching acquisition. Well, and so 
it's so easy to to point the the finger at him because he does fucking suck. Um, at the same time, we said as fans that the moves that they were making were not that was not going all in. Yes, they went and got some players, but they didn't go all in. If they contend that they're going that they went all in and that was the best pitcher available, now we know he stinks. We're keeping guys sitting in the minor leagues who could be actually making a push for us going for it. And I think that's where the frustration lies with a lot of fans. We're not putting the best 28 guys on the field. We're worried about service time and money. Like, there's no reason that Luis Heal should be wasting bullets in AAA. I know he's going to start on Wednesday, but he was the AAA player of the week or whatever last year. We have Brooks Krisky and Andrew Haney on the roster. You're not putting the best 28 dudes out there, and that that's inexcusable. Yeah, I, I think if you look top to bottom, you know, whatever, you know, of that 28, however many pitchers and fielders, you know, whatever, and you do that, we don't have – the top amount of those guys available every day to put it on no, that guy who's the redhead ridings or you know he's yeah. throwing 101 in triple a he like brooks Krisky is better than him brian cashman cannot look us in the eye and say that brooks Krisky is better than steven ridings or that haney is better than Luis heel and like you said we can't really get mad at haney it's it's not his fault like it's his fault he sucks but it's our fault for putting him in in a three-run game when we're trying to win a series at home in a 7-4 game. He's your mop-up guy. He should be, you know, when you're down 7, up 8, something like that. There was no reason he should have been in in a 7-4 game yesterday. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, I mean, we're, I mean, we're going to keep this short. This is a, a yeah. 20, 25-minute podcast. It's Monday. I want to go in my pool. You're on vacation. You, you just have a, a two-and-five-week. What are we going to, you know, you don't deserve <laughs> this kind of time from us. And, and we'll be back next week for, with, like, a, a full show. I did go to the game on Saturday. Dude, I felt bad for you, man. That was hard to watch, that game. Well... So I had this wedding at the Bronx Zoo yesterday, and my wife, now that we've you know announced that she's pregnant, and she's very pregnant right now, she was just like, listen, I don't want to go. Like, I want to go to the wedding, but I'm not going to have fun. I'll ruin your time. So go have a weekend. Go to the Yankee game. So I woke up at 6 a.m. on Saturday, just like ready to go. So excited about like a day at Yankee Stadium. Like, I, it's been two years since I've gone and like had a day. I don't have to drive after whatever. Weather's getting cooler. Nice, beautiful Saturday in the Bronx. Uh, yeah. yeah. What's better than that? I check into my hotel in the city. 
I put on like a New York hip hop playlist and just ride the train up to the stadium. And I'm just, I feel alive. You know, it just, it felt great. I see other people on the train uh, wearing Yankee stuff. And it's just like, you look at each other, like we're going to the same thing. You know, there's just, there's a connection. There's a look, there's an energy. Um, and I was happy I took the subway instead of an Uber, uh, like for that. Dude, I got up there. I brought one of my friends from home, like dude I grew up with. I walk in the Billy's. The owner of Billy's, Joey, is like, JJ! Jameson. It's 11.45 in the morning. I'm drinking beers and shots. And I don't really drink that much. And then we're going into the stadium. And my buddy is like, we should smoke a joint before we go in. And I go... Jason, that's a terrible idea. I'm not going to let you do it alone, but it's a terrible <laughs> idea. I was crossfaded before I got into the stadium. So I'm sitting there just watching a fucking no-hitter. Just like I've had too much. Eighth inning, my buddy just goes, I got to admit, I'm too drunk to be here. We're sitting behind the plate, not in Legends, right behind that. The team hooked hooked it up thank you so much um you know we're taking care of with drinks and stuff in there my buddy just goes i'm too drunk to be here just gets up and walks out i thought he went to the bathroom i sat there like the game ended i was just sitting there in the seats waiting for him to come back oh you were waiting for him to come back (laughs) so i just assumed he went home and then there was a point where i was like is this guy even alive i woke up he had texted me back at like one o'clock in the morning from like four o'clock to like one o'clock, he was just like, "Oh, hey man, thanks for bringing me." Um, being back in the Bronx is so fun, it's so fun. I mean, there wasn't a huge crowd because of you know Labor Day weekend. People just have other shit to do. But being back there was a lot of fun. It makes me wish the team was better. Sad man, sad. Was that your first game in the Bronx since we went? I guess in June. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. that's only your second time this year. Only second time this season, yeah, and it probably my last time this season, if we're being, you know. Yeah, you're honest. thinking Saturday game against the Orioles. Like, you're thinking easy win, maybe 10-3, 11-2. I don't like even got to pay attention to the game because the yeah. vibes are just going to be so good. Right. Like, right. that was – I. it was a no-brainer game to go to because we're going to be up 7-2. I'm going to be hanging out with my buddy. We're going to have a great time. Nope, not having fun. Straight up not having a good time. And it was the worst kind of game, too, because it was a four-and-a-half-hour game, but like there were no runs scored. There was no action. It was a slow slog of a game where nothing happened, basically. Just a, a, an awfully slow game. I was wearing a cardigan. A lot of people were blaming the no-hitter on me wearing a cardigan <laughs> in the Yankee Stadium. My buddy <laughs> RDT, the Orioles guy, he's been on uh, Scott Andrews' show, he texted me. We're on a, a group text with some guys, and he texts. I think my neighbor died, and there's like an ambulance across. This is Sunday morning. I think there and there's an ambulance literally across the street, like from his house. I believe his neighbor did actually die, and he just goes, "Well, hey, at least she went out seeing Chapman blow another game." <laughs> <laughs> And I go, you know what? It was almost my last game because I thought about throwing myself on the fucking train tracks after sitting four and a half hours of this bullshit. How predictable was that too, Chapman? As soon as it was the drop third strike, he got on first. You knew you knew they were oh, going to yeah. take the lead. It was 
it's one of those things that happens like when Dave Roberts stole second base, you're like, that's seems very small, but that's yes. a big issue. Yes. That's a big issue. Mark Grace gets on base. That's going to be a problem. I can tell you just, there's a feeling <laughs> and yeah, drop strike three. I was like, this is, we're not going to see the runner on second base for the 10th inning. We're not going to, that's not happening. That's not the thing we're worried about now. I don't know about you. I'm so over the Chapman experience. Base is loaded. 3-1. Is he going to throw a strike? Is he going to walk another guy? Like, I'm just sick of watching him throw balls, man. I'm over it. I don't want to wait for him to find it or, or look for it. Like, I'm just done with that experience. Could have sold. Could have got out of that contract. $18 could, million next year. Could not pay be him. paying Zach Britton for next year. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, uh, listen. I don't really have anything else to talk about with this team. They fucking suck, <laughs> and I want to go in my pool. No, that's fair. One thing, one guy, I gotta, I gotta hammer real quick. GT comes back, Torres, two errors in three games, absolutely inexcusable. If they do anything this off season, please find a shortstop because right now, in my eyes, Glaber is a zero tool player. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, we can dive into it. I mean, there's this narrative online. There are so many, you know. Twitter narratives of like we couldn't wait for Glaber to get back, right? People were ready to get rid of Velasquez like immediately, like, oh, this is fun and all, but Glaber's our shortstop. <laughs> He's not good. He's not good right now. I'm not saying the guy's a bad baseball player for forever, whatever, but he hasn't been good in like two and a half years. No, exactly. He had a monster first half of 19, wasn't very good in the second half of 19, sucked in 20, sucked in 21. He has no power without the juiced ball, zero. He's not fast. He's not a good fielder. He doesn't hit for average. He doesn't have a great arm for a shortstop. He's a zero-tool player. You can find guys like Wader Velasquez that can't hit, but at least they'll catch the fucking ball and run fast. He does nothing. Yeah, the, the shortstop is not a traditional power position. Like, no. We need defense there. Catch we need the, the ability ball. to play defense. Maybe get on base a little bit, maybe run a little bit with some athleticism. And we don't have that. Zero. I feel like he's a great representation, too, of this group kind of stalling out like a once promising top prospect that was going to have a 20 year Hall of Fame career, just like this group was supposed to win all these championships. And they just they just stall out and well, plateau. And that's why and I mentioned a little bit with your dad. I think we just we need to retool everything because. Glaber has done everything that Glaber did in 18 and 19. I can't just say is just juice balls. There's something in him that we are not getting out. Offensively, yes. Yes. So there is, yeah, defensively, I don't think you can. I just, he does not have yeah, that. Yes. He doesn't have the talent yet. But, you know, there's, there are people who say, like, you know, at a certain point, you know, you got to blame the player. You can't just blame the coaches. We're, I'm not just blaming the coaches. I do blame the players for not playing well. The coach's job is to get the players to play well. So a little trickle-down economics for you. <laughs> you got to blame the organization for not getting the most out of these guys. Absolutely, and they're not. I mean, other. I mean, Judge is probably playing as well as he can. Other than him, and, and Stan's having a decent year, but most of them are not. Most of them are not playing to their potential. And I don't think it's a coincidence that the 13 game winning streak occurred with with Glaber on on the aisle. I'm, I'm not trying to be a dick, and I do think he's a really good kid and stuff. But I do not think that that was a coincidence that they rattled off 13 in a row without him. Yeah. Also, it's not even like you've got to get the most out of every player. Like Judge is having and. Uh... You know, he'll be a top five MVP guy season. 
and you don't need to get that out of everyone every time. But you need to show some ability as a coaching staff, as an organization, that if a guy hits a slump, a struggle, whatever it is, you don't let it go on for two and a half years because you could figure it out and help him out. Yeah, and they, they clearly can't. The whole coaching group. It, it's crazy, man. The past three years, all we've been saying is just give us a healthy judge in Stanton for an entire season, and we'll we'll run train on everybody. We'll be amazing. And we got that this year, and they've both been good, and they've both been healthy, and basically everybody else has shit the bed. It, it, it's really crazy when you think about it. Like, if you would have told me Stanton and Judge would each play 120 games and combine for 65, 70 homers, whatever they're going to combine for, and they'd, you know, they, they'd be a 90-win team, I, I wouldn't believe you. Yeah. Uh, nah, it sucks, man. It, it sucks. Hey, go enjoy the rest of your vacation. All right. I will. I will. Yeah, I'm going back. I'm going back to the beach. This this sucks. Anything anything else you want to have? What I mean, Blue Jays this week and then and then they got the Mets. Oh, yeah, Blue Jays and the Mets. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> like who knows at this point. And you know what? I'm so angry and so despondent. I'm going to watch every game. Hate watch it. I'm going to hate watch every single fucking game. All right, man. Uh, yeah, follow Nick on Twitter. At NKirbyNYY. You follow the show at George's Box Pod. Follow me at JJ from the Bronx. Follow intern Dan, who we didn't even tell we were recording at a different time. Can you DM him and let him know that we yeah, already know. This is a Dude, this is probably the low point, I'd say, for us in terms of because it's like, fucking, This team's got us down. Yeah, because it's a Labor Day. It's a Monday. They get blown out 8 nothing. Then we got to do this podcast instead of being with our families. Yeah. We've been working hard all year. We deserve the day off. They have not earned the day off, and they took it. I don't know when it'll be, but we'll see you at the parade. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.